guys, my name is Guilherme Costa, I'm a musician from Brazil, and I'm here to congratulate Bob Carrigan for 100 of interviews. And also I would like to thank my dear friend Bob for inviting me to be part of this history, for inviting me to talk about my music, talk about my jobs in this show. Thank you so much, Bob. You deserve it, bro. And I hope you can do 200 of interviews. 300 or maybe 1,000. You deserve it, man. You have all my support. Thank you so much and congratulations for your conquest, bro. You deserve it. Count on me. Hi, this is Bob and today I have an interview with Wolf on Fire. Wolf on Fire is from Norway. This band has released Walk With Us, an absolute banger from top to bottom. Feeling unmotivated? Gym look like it's not a no-go? Put this in, you're already done. And here's my interview with Wolf on Fire. Christian, how you doing, my friend? Hello. Hello, how you doing? I'm doing great. What about you? I'm doing great as well. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Yeah, likewise, man. Cool I was taking an interest in the in the album. Oh, it's a banger from top to bottom. Ah, thank you, man. I'm glad to hear it. How was the recording process for Walk with Us? <clears throat> Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> no, we we started after the pandemic uh, uh, when the shutdown happened. So we just uh, decided to. Uh, to get uh, going with the album. And um, I think we worked probably for uh, maybe nine months, months straight on it, actually. So we did, uh, uh, we did all the recording ourselves. Wow. Uh, so uh, I was kind of the producer and the guitarist and the vocalist and uh, the backing vocalist. And so it was quite, quite heavy. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And we had deadlines uh, with Kurt Palou, who was, uh, was uh, one of the greats in, in, uh, in rock and, and, and metal and stuff like that for mixing. So, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I was not sleeping in the end, to put it that way. So, yeah. And as far as being the producer, how hard yeah. was it for you to be the guy that everyone had to clock in with? Um, yeah, I, it was it was hard because uh, when we're working with these guys who who are who, are, um, who have great names and uh, are professionals, and we're kind of amateurs, you know. So it's a heavy toll, and you start to doubt yourself, you know, along the way. And uh, when I start doubting myself, I can dig myself to China, if you know what I mean. So, so I had people around me who just had to pull me up and say, Christian, you can do this. So, so uh, it went, went great in the end, but uh, it was kind of, kind of rough, uh, rough process. But we're very happy about it now. So it was, uh, it was definitely worth it. So, yeah. I wanted to ask you about my favorite song, Slay the Pharaoh. Yeah, Slay the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's a good one. How'd that one come about for you? 
I think I I think I had the the riff. Uh, it's a quite cool intro riff there, uh, going through the song, and um, I think I had the whole song quite early on, and uh, I don't know when and where I wrote it. I just uh, suddenly came to me, and that's it. But uh, the lyrics were were the hard part there, so. Uh, it, there were there were some like uh, Egyptian um, uh, what, do you, what do you call it some some Egyptian um, influences. So we, we we thought it would be cool to have to kind of just complete that one and and just run with it. So uh, we figure out these slaves who are gonna get their revenge on the pharaoh. So we kind of build around that pushing rocks up on the pyramid and just uh, flipping out and getting their revenge and slay the pharaoh in the end. So, yeah, it was uh, quite, quite, uh, quite cool. I'm quite happy with that one. The twist and the team theme of, of the song. Another one I wanted to ask you about is Pinky Be Gone. Yeah. That's another killer track off this album. <clears throat> Pinky Be Gone was uh, the working title uh, from the beginning because our drummer lost half of his finger at work. And uh, <clears throat> that song became like, um, what do you call it? We, it was a song we dedicated to the band in a way. And... Uh, all the things you have to sacrifice mm-hmm. to be in a band and uh, both good and bad, you know, you know, it was um, during the recording of this album, we had a kind of rough time, you know, it was uh, talking about uh, angst and depression and sorrow and all this stuff. So it became um, a tribute to the band where we kind of, put all these uh, heavy elements in and uh, into this song but it's uh, we, we kind of figured a way to to keep the to keep the the working title from beginning to end mm-hmm. so but that's based on uh, our drummer losing his finger actually who kind of started that song and I want to ask you, I know it's impossible to pick a favorite track. I couldn't do it myself. But I wanted to ask you, what are some of your favorite tracks on the album? Um, yeah, Picking the Babies. <laughs> uh, Under Your Bed is uh, definitely one of them. Just because the, the way we wrote it, you know, it was uh, it was out of the blue. It was a jam session and... We just, we had these funk parts and these heavy uh, double bass, uh, double kick parts. And um, mm-hmm. it wasn't supposed to be a song, but we listened to it and there was something something there, you know. And um, we just had to, um, to complete it without restrictions, you know. It's, it's not a, a four-minute pop song, so... Uh, right. We just have to let the, the the song guide us in a way. So quite happy with that one because it's so uh, collaborative. Um, Valley, Valley of the Kingdom is a killer. Heavy and dark and uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, 
quite happy with uh, with uh, with the vocals and the guitars, and it's kind of just uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a complete uh, it's a complete song. I know, uh, I think everything it's um, uh, just hits that nerve, you know. Possibilities is also a good song, melodic, uh, but also heavy. So, yeah, there's a few. <laughs> Absolutely. I also wanted to ask you if you could uh, give me a history and uh, give me a background on how this band came to be. <clears throat> yeah, um, we have to go back uh, a long time. Uh, I started doing Wolf on Fire music probably when I was uh, 18 maybe younger but officially the band was formed in 2011 um, I kind of had a vision uh, I had a direction I wanted to take the music and um, for many years we had different members uh, some were motivated and some were not so uh, it wasn't until um, Arel and Joachim, uh, the bass player and the drummer, came in. We had the same drive and the motivation and all that. So uh, not long after they joined the band, we released Eclomania. But I've probably been doing Wolf and Fire music uh, as long as I played guitar, almost. Recorded everything. Um Figured out there were some good parts in in all the demos I did, even when I was seventeen. You know, like, um, mm. but you can hear they were influenced by by other bands. So, but after a while, we can um, learn what Wolf and Fire music is. And uh, when the other guys joined the band, we were complete. And uh, yeah, that's the that's the beginning of it. And uh, what can fans look for next? Will there be uh, a tour? There will be concerts, at least. I don't know if there's going to be a whole tour, but we're probably booking here in Norway um, uh, for the autumn and next year. We'll try and see if we can go abroad. Um, probably... Europe, Scandinavia, something like that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's hard to get them get gigs, you know. So uh, we kind of, but we want to play. We want to play as much as we can. So um, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, a lot of places are playing catch up from COVID still to this day. It's a, it's a slow return from the COVID here as well. Uh, you see it in the uh, at the concert. There there ain't that much audience as there were before COVID. So it's a it's a slow return. Uh, and you can also see that uh, all bands are out playing now. So there's a contest, you know, getting the getting the rooms to play in. Sure. Yeah. And we talked about you uh, playing guitar at 17. Um, what inspired you to start your musical journey? I think I 
I started when I was six, actually. So uh, I was just uh, around music. Uh, my family was into music. Uh, my brothers played in bands. My uncle, uncles played in bands. So, and then um, I found Pink Floyd. You know, mm-hmm. uh, learned uh, all the guitar solos of uh, David Gilmore. Stuff like that. Um, so it was the music and, and just being around music all the time that inspired me. It just felt natural, you know. It wasn't mm-hmm. a conscious. Now I want to learn to get, get, get the guitar. So it was just, uh, just came to me, luckily. And I also wanted to ask you, Along your musical journey, what's the best advice you've been given along the way? Uh, best advice. The best advice is, uh, I think, is just doing it because you love it, you know. Don't expect mm-hmm. anything. Uh, just do it because you love it. And... Um, have confidence in yourself you know uh that's probably the the two things i would uh, i would treasure as uh um, i'm stuck in my mind there yeah those are the two things yeah I also want to ask Good advice. you, Christian, um, do you have any hobbies in your spare time beyond music? Not really, you know. It's uh, quite time-consuming doing music. Um, but I work out, you know, I hang out with friends, uh, stuff like that. We mm. go into to the town and have the occasional beers and stuff like that. But... Um, no, not really. It's uh, it's all about music for the most part, actually. Uh, it's it's uh, to play music today is not just playing the guitar. It's the it's the promotional stuff and doing the um, social media, creating content, um, all this. So it's it's very time consuming. So I, I spend want, usually my time there. I also want to ask you, um, if you could go through your career, what would you say was your proudest moment? Would yeah, it be this album? I think so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're always looking ahead and, and uh, this is the latest, greatest, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So very proud of that and we're just building it step by step this band and um also the the guys we've been working with on on this album are great names would we would could only hope for you know and they Mm. said yes they want to work with us so uh yeah definitely album and um yeah proudest moment and will this uh album come out in vinyl it will. We are um, 
just working on the final design of it now, actually. So uh, we're getting it to, into print, um, yeah, a couple of weeks. Oh, great. Uh, so it, w- it will be on vinyl. <laughs> That's the coolest format, of course. And uh, what's the best way to get merchandise from the band? Uh, the website. We have wolfonfire.no. .no. Uh, we have a, a web store there with uh, merchandise. We will also get the vinyl up there and um, stuff like that. So, so we use that store. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I wanted to ask you if you could give a message to your fans. What would that message be? Definitely come and check us out live. That's where the magic happens, you know. Mm, it is. <laughs> so, uh, and um, we're eager to play. So, um, if you got a place for us to play, just uh, uh, send us an email and um, we'll come and play. And I also know. I'd spread, the, the spread the word place. about the album, of course. Absolutely. I know I'd love to see you here in the States. This album is amazing from top to bottom and they'd be render themselves wonderfully live. Yeah, yeah. Some of these are killer live. I can promise you that. So we're playing them live and we have a concert now this weekend and um, some of these songs will be played first time live then. So wow, quite, quite excited about that. And um, yeah, a couple of weeks after that, we have the release party for the album itself, and then we play all all the album from from top to bottom. So that's gonna be cool. And as far as that uh, show, will any of that be streamed? I don't know if we're gonna stream it, but we'll probably put up some YouTube videos. Uh, we have a lot of uh, GoPros and cameras and. So we probably put some of it uh, up on YouTube. Great, you to watch. Yeah, so yeah, can I, can I ask you a question? Actually, sure. Absolutely. Where did you hear? Uh, where did you hear uh, Wolf and Fire? Uh, first time I heard of you, a friend of mine had uh, contacted me when they had first heard the album, and ah, cool. said, uh, uh, told me to check it out, and. Uh, then I went on YouTube and started the YouTube rabbit hole and found uh, everything I could. Yeah, cool. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, that's how we got here. That's cool. It's cool to have some American fans, you know. So that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, you definitely won me over. The sound, yeah, like that's I great. Said. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Well, I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, likewise. So uh, maybe we'll see you out there. Absolutely. And uh, please feel free to update me at any time when you have any new news as it comes about. Of course, yeah. You got your social media and stuff. We can find you there. So uh, we'll definitely uh, post this uh, podcast when it comes out. Absolutely. And I'll send you links the second I get out there. Yeah, that's great.
All right. Thank you, my friend. You have a great rest of your day. Likewise, and we'll talk to you later. All right. Cheers. Okay. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.